What's up, y'all? Have a seat. It's your favorite hour and a half of the week. Yes, I said hour and a half. We're going to bring y'all 90 minutes today. We wanted to keep it down to six, but it's just so much. It's just, we, we're all basketball this week. And yes, we know other things are going on in sports, but we got to dig in these playoffs. We got to get it going. We got to get into it. Every angle, every matchup, every prediction. We're going to talk about it all today. So, you know, we got the master, the mix of master in the building, Josh Guyton. That is I. He also going to keep us from going to, to one hour and 45 minutes. He going he gonna to let us know when it's time. <laughs> All right. And uh, we got the money man, the man with the plan, Chris Allen in the building. Right here, right here. And you got me, the little old MC, Kenton Gibbs in the building. And, you know, like I said, we, we got to get straight into it. We going to get straight into the play-in madness. Fellas, what did this play-in race say to you about the NBA right now? Because the play-in push... When we talk about that, we talk about the Suns going 8-0. The Grizzlies eh, kind of <laughs> floundering down the stretch, floundering in the bubble, which we all saw coming. We all we all knew the Grizzlies were going to flop in the bubble, right? We saw it coming. We saw it coming. And then Damian Lillard, I don't, you know, Paul George and Pat Bev probably need to be silent for the rest of the year. I don't care if, if the uh, Clippers do win the championship. They, they may need to be silent. Maybe. But anywho, did, what did this plan push say to y'all? Because the plan became the Grizzlies and the Trailblazers. The Trailblazers won uh, won that game. It was a close game. I believe it was 122-117. Was that the final score? Yes, sir. All righty. So what what does that say, Dallas? Uh, well, one, it says um, maybe this, this play-in thing needs to be permanent. Even when we mm. return to regular basketball 82-game seasons, Maybe it needs to be permanent because we've seen situations, I'll, uh, uh, I think it was 2010, where it was 2009 or 2010, where we saw a team like the Thunder win 50 games and not even make the playoffs. Right. So we, we've had situations like that in the NBA that you think like, hey, maybe something needs to be put in place to where this shouldn't happen. And this playoff game, not only did it draw excitement from the league to the point where we uh, saw casual fans getting engaged in it. Like, my, my wife likes basketball, but she's not the hugest basketball fan. But she'll watch a playoff series. She'll watch a, she'll watch a finals, of course. But not in a thousand years, I think I was sitting down with my wife and watch a Grizzlies and Blazers matchup. And the play-in games was a, gave me the opportunity to experience that. So I think it's good for casual fans. I think right. it's good just for the sake of the NBA. And I think it's good for the sake of competition because we've seen a lot of fraudulent eight seed slide in there and they didn't stand a chance against that one seed when it was a team that suffered from injury, whatever the case may be, that was right on the outside that would have made for a much better series or a much better playoff. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Chris, talk to me. All right. Actually, I'm going to have to disagree with Guyton a little bit. and Not, not mm-hmm. entirely, just a little bit. I think he's great, great for the uh, casual audience, for one. That's where I do agree with him at. But what I disagree with him is if we had this play-in tournament all the time, then you got to see, say the team comes around that's very banged up, they ninth seed. We got to see that banged up team get demolished in the play-in tournament <laughs> <laughs> right before the playoffs. Like, I don't know. That just kind of killed the hype for the playoffs. Man, I, I say you should only do it, though, if it's, like, within two games or a yeah. game or something yeah. like that. Yeah, yeah, but then again, you brought up the year the Thunder. The, the Thunder didn't make it because I think Kevin Durant went down that year, or is that the year Russell Westbrook went down? One or the it other. It was... 
I think KD was struggling with injury that year, but yeah, he that, that was he the year when he had the Jones out. fracture, I believe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so that's why they didn't end up making the playoffs. If KD was there, they make the playoffs because they lost the last two games. KD was there, they would have won one. They would have been in the playoffs. But the playing tournament probably still would have not worked in OKC favor because KD wasn't there. And I mean, without KD, that team was kind of like, eh. you know what I mean? It's just like, yeah, you got Russ. Yeah, you got a couple guys that can score the ball, but it was like. Wait a minute. Are we talking about 2008-2009 or 2009-2010? It was one of those years where the Thunder balled out and didn't make the playoffs. I'm, I'm cross-referencing right now. Hmm. Okay. Okay. Um. I, I feel it. I feel it. I, I, I get where y'all are going. But, I really but do. To the casual fan, though. That playing tournament was amazing. Like my dad, who he was high on the Blazers because the Dame was sizzling, and the the playing tournament was amazing this year. Grizzlies came out there and played like they, they was fighting for their last leg, which they were. But I honestly thought the, the Grizzlies was gonna pull that out, but then the Blazers came back, so it gave you like a pre playoff before the playoffs start. So now Monday when the playoffs come around, sadly they start at one thirty, and we all you know we got work, we work jobs, so we not gonna be able to. Right. Uh, this just sucks. I, how y'all feel about that? By the way, on a tangent right there, the playoffs starting at one thirty now. When people gotta work, so we can't even watch the first couple games. <laughs> hey, well, luckily, man, I'm working from home, so I just keep me a tab open. But I mean, to be honest, I it's we're in a different time now. That the world's different, everything's different. So like, it sucks, but that's the only option. It's either that or the playoffs are gonna be three months long. Right. You know, so I mean, there's. I mean, for me, I just so at first I was working from home, but I just started a new job tomorrow. Obviously, when they hear this, but the thing about it is, I'll have to because we, you know, I I take pride in watching the games now because we have this podcast. So, the thing about it is, I I have to kind of watch a game that I know the outcome of, which kind of sucks to me and. Right. And then another thing I like to say, this bubble idea is amazing. Can we give kudos to the bubble idea one more time? I gotta say I was wrong, man. I didn't think we'd make it this far. We we almost at the promised land. We almost at the promised land. In the words of one of my favorite broadcasters, Lee Corso, not so fast, my friend. <laughs> yeah, because they are about to start bringing people I knew, in. They are about to start exactly, bringing people in. Exactly. I knew that after the. Uh, after after about a week of it rolling smooth with players, I said, oh, okay, all right. And then the Lou Will thing happened. I'm like, ah, I see the crack. But then now that they're letting families in, hmm, I don't know. I, I think the families will do all right because of the quarantine and rules and all that. And also, um, we I'll admit I was wrong. If they make it all the way through, I'll admit I was wrong. But I just... I got a feeling some nut gonna happen, and you know, next thing well, you know. Well, I, I look at it like you gotta trust more people now, man. And and think about trusting more people is just. I, you see what happened with Lou Will. That's all I'm gonna say. You see what happened. And and here's and here's here's my uh, biggest thing about it. Right, this is the playoffs. If the playoffs happen, and let's say the Bucks got a quarantine Giannis. Then what? Ooh. Like is that Ooh. the the Lakers got a quarantine Brown? Like right. is that is that really? Well, well, when you say quarantine, you you saying that one of the family members broke the rule and therefore they had to. Uh, like, like somebody comes in and everything seemed all right, and then some family member broke some type of rule some way, 
they contracted, came back, gave it to somebody, get you know that type of deal. Like oh. that like, you know, I, I'm what do you do? If you're a three seed playing a six seed that like you're not that much better than and one of your key rotation players gets it via family. You know, it's a sticky situation. But the the play in push, uh back to that, the, the play in push really it was amazing. I do agree that there should be a uh, eight nine play in if it's within two games regularly. And man, I'ma tell you, um this this just reaffirmed the idea that people are much too harsh, much too quick on these NBA guys. You know, to see the way that people were tweeting about John Morant at the end of that game, right? It makes it makes you almost be glad that Kobe in that Jazz series, either his uh, rookie or second year, uh, whichever one it was, Kobe in that Jazz series where he in essence choked the game away at the end. Year two. Year two, that that Jazz series, it makes you glad that social media was not around for that because they would have called him everything in the book but a good Christian uh, based on a bad performance at the end of a game because the moment was too big for him at 19 years old. That moment was too big for John Moran. We don't let players develop okay. anymore. I mean, but he still hooped, and the reports came out he had a fractured thumb. So I mean, or I, think I believe, thumb. but I believe, I believe that these young men, there's a process to learning how to win. They, yes, right? their shows, they're so and short for sure. Before any of these greats go on to win all the championships and do all the things. They go through banging their head against the wall and doing it the way that they've been doing it and figuring out, oh, wow, in playoff intensity, that doesn't work. Or it works in the first 46 minutes of the game, but the last two minutes in the playoffs, this ain't going to happen. So, you know, I'm, I'm super excited for John Morant going forward in the future because to see him carry that team, I mean, who else was really hooping yep. in the bubble period for them? Who else? I mean, when they lost Jaren Jackson, Dylan Brooks stepped up. But I mean, yeah, Ja, yeah, some you got some buckets here. Dylan here, Brooks but... look he was nice. I ain't gonna lie. Dylan Brooks was pulling up from Logo Lillard range. I mean, and, and I feel that. But but like, even in watching their games, it can't be debated that what he did was amazing for a rookie, yeah, for any right. player really, but especially for a rookie. Now, we got to talk about the guys that took it from him, the Portland Trail Blazers. I mean, dang, damn time. Man. The man in the last three games is averaging 50 and nine. That's 2K my player number. <laughs> I mean, Lord, what? He's a sicko. He's a sicko. And do y'all think this is sustainable? And just tell me what that performance made y'all think about dang. Okay, so... um. One, this is called facts over acts, so I just wanted to put a fact out there. I was wrong. I'm thinking of the 2008 playoffs where the Warriors missed the playoffs with 49 wins. Mm. Okay. Or the nine seed. Well, okay. Wins. Well, then, the, if that in that case, your your argument stands. Like I agree with your argument. Okay. But when you was talking about the Thunder, I was like, man, yeah, I don't I, know. I was, I was, I was trying to. It was a team that was almost at 50 that missed it. I I couldn't remember. I just fact checked 2008. But um. One thing I, I did think about Lillard's performance is 
of course, the 60 points impressed me. Of course, the numbers that he put over those last few games to, to wheel his team to the playoffs. His two-man is literally has a hurt back. Um, his three-man is up there in age. And even though Carmelo was hooping, he's still an older NBA player. So it was the, the onus was on Dame to take that team to the playoffs. Right. Now, the big difference that I see between him and other players that are, quote unquote, have the mama mentality or they're trying to don somebody as Kobe's uh, like predecessor. The difference between him and they don Kyrie that which I, I for being honest, I never really believed in Kyrie. They uh died. They don Devin Booker that Booker don't play both sides of the ball. So he can't be that for me. Um. The things that stuck out to me most that I knew that Dame wanted it more than anything is at the end of the Dallas game, which was close and they needed the win. It wasn't how many buckets he was putting up at the end of the game. It's the fact that he put his body on the line and drew the charge to secure the victory for him. Mm, That's what okay. set it apart for me. That's how I knew he had the will to want this late in the Knicks game. I mean, not the Knicks. They ain't nowhere near the damn bubble. The Nets. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> We're on New York basketball. Man. Dane, We're on New York. Uh, Dane, damn near dove like it was a like it was a line drive down a third baseline. He damn near dove to get a steal late game to secure the win for the Blazers. Those right. kind of plays and that kind of that kind of defense and those instincts and the willingness to put your body on the line on both ends of the ball is what really impressed me the most. Because we know Dame could put the ball in the bucket. But it's, it's just a matter of, does he have the will to do everything that he possibly could to drag that team to the playoffs? Do I think it's sustainable? Do I think it's going to go on to um, this Lakers series? I mean, we're going to talk about the playoff, playoff predictions later. I think Dame's going to ball. But I think he put out his absolute best effort to drag this team to the playoffs. When you're going up against two of the best players in the world, I don't think you can possibly sustain that. But we will see Dane put up similar performances against the Lakers. Is it going to be enough to beat them? It's very unlikely. But we will see similar performances. Maybe not as great, but we will see similar performances coming up. I feel that. I feel that. Chris, did it talk to you? Did these, did these performances speak to your soul? Listen, did it move your fandom? Tell me about it. Listen, listen, listen. I don't know why we still debate Dame being number one point guard in the league. If if he didn't Ooh. show it, if he didn't show it, I know you got the Curry. I know you got Curry. And I ain't forget about Curry just because the Warriors had a barrier. I haven't forgot. But you put Curry on that team, I don't think they, I don't think they get to the playoffs. I don't. Strictly because Dame has the explosiveness. Dame has the dribble package. Dame has the logo shots. Dame has the three-point shots. Dame has the mid-range game. Dame can play back to the basket. And Dame can defend better than Curry. In all those areas, if you debate him versus Curry as number one, which that's the, the common debate if y'all all agree with me. It's between them two if it's if you have to pick a number one. Yeah, I think I think it's a close gap between two and three, so... What, yeah, what you mean? I, mean, I think it's a big gap. I'm sorry. I think it's a big gap. I think it's Curry, Dame, or Dame Curry, and then it's a big gap, and then you can. Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. We all on the same page. I mean, I don't know about you, Giz, but me and Dustin on the same page. Oh no, no. I, I, I agree. I agree that those are one and two. I, I might not agree with y'all in the order of one and two, but I agree with those are one and two. Now I got Curry at one, but yeah, I got I, Dame at one. Yeah, I got Dame at one. But my, the point being is, and and just just a side note. 
y'all see the Dame Dollar every time he hit a tray from the logo literally on the side on the screen. That was kind of crispy. I'm not gonna lie, that <laughs> the Dame Dollar. But anyway, but Dame just the fact that he put the team on his back. He said, "I'm not coming to the bubble unless we got a chance." And he came to the bubble and showed America, showed the world that we have that he has a chance to be in the playoffs and a chance to upset in the playoffs. Because if you look at his numbers, if he sustains this with the Lakers' backcourt, oh, Brown better, <laughs> Brown better go back to 2018, Brown. If he, if Dame and Gary Trent is. If Gary Trent and Dame sustain this, shout out to Gary Trent, but Dame and Gary Trent sustain this, they win the championship because their numbers are ridiculous. Gary Trent went from averaging seven points a game to averaging over 20. And he Mm -hmm. shoots the ball with confidence. Like, he pulls up as soon as he catches it. And mind you, Dame getting so much attention, it's helped Melo out tremendously. Have y'all seen some of the looks Melo been getting? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And he been knocking them down. Melo's a veteran. He gonna do that. So for Dan to put his team in a position to to make the Lakers bite their nails a little bit is is ridiculous. Like to me, you can't you can't say it any other way. A Dame or Curry is number one. I know you got the Russ and the Kyrie's, but the gap between them two and three it ain't as big as probably Guyton's gap, but it, it it's. It's 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 pretty big for me. I'm too. an old school kind of cat. When it come to when it come to sports, man, my ultimate barometer is winning, bro. Yeah, and, I'm hip. And when it come to three and four, maybe being Russ and Kyrie, it don't matter what roster you put around Dame and Curry, they gonna find a way to win you some games. I don't think I can say the same about about Kyrie and well, Russ. Well, you can say that about Russ because Russ went to the mm-hmm. playoffs, boss. Without without when KD first left, Russ still made the playoffs. They still had a decent squad uh, around. I was them, just bro. about to say those were good teams. Those yeah. were no, no, no. Because when KD yeah. first left, they still had a decent squad. It was the same team they had the year before. Just KD was gone. Exactly. Right. And then, and then they didn't get Paul George until the next year, though. He had all the depot. That was it. He had all the depot on Serge. Serge Ibaka was still in the paint, erasing everything, because that was before he thought that he was a three-point shooter. Steven Adams started to develop a little bit as well. But yeah, but look that, at Russ's career, though. Russ only missed the playoffs what twice. Yeah, twice. I feel but, that. But he's also been blessed with really good teams and really good coaches. Yeah. We people don't really value coaches like they should in the NBA. And, but and don't, if don't you look at don't even oh, get started ahead. on Kyrie, but oh, oh man, no, y'all know how we all feel about yes. Kyrie. Gibbs yes. hate me yes. when I talk about Kyrie. <laughs> not because listen, I feel like Kyrie is one of those guys, like many talented people, that he gets in his own way. He does things to stop his own greatness, but a lot of people use those things against him to a level I don't think is fair. I think Kyrie is still a very good player. I just don't think that he belongs in the uh, echelon, which people mention a man often. Right. So, I mean, I'm yeah. I, the hot take. I think it's a possibility where we discussed in the Nets not being in the playoffs if Kyrie decided he wanted to, to, to play the full season this year. And, you know, this you say, is, Wait, wait, this wait, wait, wait. Repeat that one more time. If Kyrie played the full season and came into the bubble with the team, I think it's a possibility we don't see the Nets in the playoffs. No, 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 no. I disagree because the Washington Wizards is the only team that could possibly knock them out. And yeah, I'm saying the, the, the Wizards' record was trash, but you got to think how many games that the Nets won during a regular season because Kyrie was quote-unquote hurt or he was resting. 
Right, a lot of a lot of games Kyrie, they won without Kyrie, but I mean, right. you add Kyrie to some of them games that they lost, though, that was real close. They needed somebody to go get a bucket. But I think that Kyrie would have won a lot of those other games too, though. Now listen, I know that I recently tweeted, "Stop looking at the analytics when it comes to Melo," but that's just Melo. Melo is the third option. You're not supposed to look at analytics when it comes to your third option because your third option is just supposed to get you the occasional bucket. Also, Carmelo and was to drafted in point, 2003. You can't look at analytics on a dude that... <laughs> exactly. He, he came in a different game. And to Gibbs' point, to Gibbs' point, you're absolutely right because to me, a third option is Whatever you can give me over 10 points is, is, is gravy on the mashed potatoes. Whatever you give me over 10 points is gravy on the mashed potatoes. Exactly. So when we look at Kyrie, Kyrie is supposed to be a one or two. He's supposed to be a one or two. And this is the, the, the number that always takes me back when I think of Kyrie. Anytime I start to think he's too good, I remember the fact that every team that he's played for since those Cavaliers with Brown has had a better uh, win margin and better plus margin, better plus minus margin with him off the court than on. So that that says something. That says something. And that's exactly why I think Kyrie is overrated. Kyrie is a great two to me. He'll never be a one. He's a great two. But even at the two, he just so ball dominant that he kind of take away from the weapons the team has. You get what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Because like, he blow by people off a screen and he he dribble through every big man. His head has to be slightly down a little bit to dribble through the lane like that. So you, yeah. you cancel out your two shooters in the corner, your wing guys, your cutters. So Kyrie kind of takes away from the team aspect. So therefore, you blitz Kyrie in the middle, he gets trapped. Sometimes he's going to throw the ball away or sometimes he's going to take a bad shot. So And that's, and that's you know, that's, that's what that is with Kyrie. But anywho... Uh, yeah, I don't think that this Dame dropping 50 is sustainable. I think that what we will see is the Lakers um, deeply missing uh, Avery Bradley in oh, this series. Oh, for sure. Because for sure, Avery, Bradley, Avery Bradley is an excellent defender. He should have a defensive player of the year under his record. Funny story about why he didn't get it. It was because Devin Booker dropped. Uh, that was the year he dropped 70 on the Celtics. And they were like, oh, Avery got 70 put on his head. He can't be on the list. Avery Bradley was hurt for that game. So <laughs> that goes to show you, you know, again, this is facts, facts over acts. Right, we don't we, – we need the facts here. And that just – that was one of those acts moments because that just was awful. What does the Suns going 8-0 tell you going forward? Does that tell you anything about the Suns going forward? Or was this just the, the planets and the stars aligned – for them to, to do this type of thing. I think it was a mix of them getting hot and Booker playing out of his mind and them getting matched up against teams that was resting. I don't think we jumped in the next season and expecting to see the Suns in the playoffs. Really? Really? Hmm. Okay. Alright, so 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 if the Suns make the playoffs next season, who are you taking out? Um, so I'm gonna be quite I'm gonna be quite honest with you. Oh, absolutely. The Thunder are – I absolutely have the Thunder not making it next year. No. Uh, but, but beyond that, I think DeAndre Aiden is developing very well. I do too. I, I do too. I think that he's coming along and he's got a package as a big man that we haven't seen. Like he's got a lesser Carl uh, Anthony Towns skill set with a much higher motor. 
And that's that's terrifying for me because he's a much better rim protector than Caddy is. And that, that for me is like, that combined with Devin Booker, you know, who knows if they get a decent player in free agency or if they get a good guy in the draft. They could. Hey, I I could easily see them replacing the Thunder. Let, let, let me let me point play. something to y'all attention. Let me point something to y'all attention. The Suns didn't even have their number three option when they was winning eight. No, do y'all know that? Ah, I did yeah. not. Kelly yeah. Oubre was gone. Y'all didn't even True. notice that, did y'all? Yeah, I, I, I knew I knew he was out of there. I, I honestly forgot about his productivity during the regular season, though. But I know Kelly Oubre is coming alive in Phoenix. If Kelly Oubre come back and makes a. Jalen Brown jump or a Jason Tatum jump? Which he, I, I doubt he makes a Jason Tatum jump. But Jalen Brown jump with Booker and Aiden the way Aiden is developing? Yeah. I don't. I, yeah. I'm telling you, hey, Booker is DeAndre tired of Aiden, missing the playoffs. DeAndre Aiden is starting to look like Aiden at Arizona. That's what he yes, looked like in the ball. Yes. I'm going to just and, and be honest. Thing, hey, Gibbs, nah, you a big guy, so you, you can notice he get a little big too, Gibbs. He That's no what little, I'm saying. Listen. That's what I, listen. Listen, the Suns, I don't know, guy. I don't know. I'm taking the Thunder out because I don't think Chris Paul, I think he on the last year his deal, and I don't think he signed it back with the Thunder because he's on his way out. I, as much as I love Coach Donovan, I just, I don't see all of those same guys, A, staying around, B, stepping up in the way that they have this year uh, under those same contracts. I don't see right. that. Gallinari out of there after this year. Chris true, Paul true. out of there. Adams is still there. Shazier's still there. But other than that, Dennis Schroeder, guys, I think his contract up. Too many like, guys put up good numbers and, and were very solid defensively. In the NBA, if you can find a player that can sit down, everybody can score. But if you okay. find a guy that can sit down on defense, Chris Paul better lose another year. Yeah, and, and Chris Paul being back is really great for them and their chances. But I don't think at this stage in Chris Paul's career, he's one of those guys – you could throw him out there with you could do the Jimmy Butler treatment. Throw him out there with four bones and he'll be he'll be whoever's <laughs> ones. Yeah, and, and then again, good. Chris Paul's gonna decline a little bit. I mean, he 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 had a great season this year, a phenomenal season this year. But eventually Chris Paul is what, 34, 35? He he's gonna decline a little bit. And man. his body I mean, is proven his body's proven they can't take the eighty two games right, and the playoffs. Right, yeah, right, right. And and, and so, I think the Thunder are gifted by that they didn't have to play 82 games this year. Like if they played yeah. 82 games, I think they would have been the AFC. They would have lost a lot more at the end of the season. I don't know if they would have made it, just being honest. But, you know, whatever. Um, oh, but, so, but, hey, but, but one more before we move on. You take the Thunder out, but where are you putting the Warriors? Because they're going to be at the top of the heap next year. Here's the thing. I really and truly, the Trailblazers are really fun to watch. They're really exciting. They can't play a lick of defense. They can't take the Trailblazers out. The Trailblazers don't even stop the ball in transition, like at all. No, when you running downhill at the Trailblazers, whoever got the ball, congratulations, two points. Yeah, they they play that two K AI defense on transition. It's just god awful. So you know, I'm, I'm, I'm not. Dame can put up sixty all he want. That's fine. If four other play, if four players from the other team put up twenty, you're beat. <laughs> yeah. You know. So there's, well, there's when the Warriors uh, get back, the West is just gonna be outrageously tough. Oh my god. Oh my god. That West is gonna be brutal. Now imagine imagine those back to backs where like your relief night, you gotta see Porzingis and uh and Man. Luca. Man. I'm hurting for you. I'm hurting for you. But yeah, that's I mean that's just 
I for the Sun for me and the Suns going forward, I'm if you're a Suns fan, you gotta be geeked up about this. But I do agree they did hit some teams that were resting and it was a lot of the stars aligning. But to to know that they did this without their third option, hmm, I'm a little more optimistic now. I'm a little, so now we talk about the Suns being good for the first time in a while. Let's talk about the Spurs. Missing the playoff. Chris, how old are you? 24 years old. 24 years old. So, uh, we were all in diapers last time the Spurs missed the playoffs. Mm-hmm. And this happened again this year. And the Spurs were on the brink now. Let's be, because if the, if the Trailblazers and or the, the Suns lost, oh, I'm sorry, the Trailblazers or the Grizzlies lost, the Spurs are in. Yeah. But things shook out how they shook out. They didn't make it. Is this the end of an era? Is this like, you know, that great Spurs empire, the sun is finally setting on it? Mm, no. I, I think it's the end of, I mean, Popovich is getting up there in age, but I think he's putting a great coaching staff in place to replace him once he decides to retire. And I don't think that system is going anywhere, and that system breeds success. I mean, they their talent this year is not even – shouldn't even be competing in the Western Conference and when they were that close Absolutely. to making the playoffs. So I honestly think – I got faith in the Spurs front office to re-up on talent, and whoever is in charge of that team is going to run the right system to keep that team in the playoffs or on the brink of the playoffs year after year. Now, is that going to be five championships over the course of – think it was over 20 years or something like that i don't think it's going to breed that level of success but i do think that we we are not going to fall into a trend where we see the spurs in the lottery every season either i i i don't know we live in such a a popcorn microwave society now i don't know if people are going to take the time to understand like oh the spurs are going to be bad for a couple years and like this is just the ebb and flow of it you know pop got y'all too used to sustained success to say like they'll be all right with the spurs being an eight seed for three years or the spurs being on the outside just outside looking in for three to four years i don't think that, i i think that they want to blow it up though. question for y'all boys do do you do you if you greg profits do you take that next job that they're going after that they're going after you for do you no. take that next job no. Absolutely not. Why not? It's it's some things that that's just not supposed to change. It's not even a not supposed to change to me. If I'm a head coach, one of my biggest questions is the first question: Do I have any stars? And one uh, A off of that question: Who are my stars? KD and Kyrie with Pop, child, please. Child, please. <laughs> my whole thing is, my whole thing is, if Pop gets LA in the um, bubble, if Lamarcus Aldridge, when I say LA, if Mar- Lamarcus Aldridge plays in bubble, they're in. Uh, it's, I, I don't doubt yeah. that they're in. Lamarcus Aldridge plays yeah. in bubble because I think they lost. I think they the, the Spurs went six and four in the bubble, or no, no not six and four, but uh, four and four in the bubble, I believe, or five and three, one or the other. You get Lamarcus Aldridge, I think they go seven and one. Yeah. I could I could definitely agree to that. And then I we see a Portland we see a Portland and Spurs playing tournament, which I feel like we will see the two games. The Spurs will win one, then Portland will win the second. So hmm, I don't know. I don't know. I you, 
Listen, a well-rested LaMarcus Aldridge against those bigs for the Trailblazers? <sighs> I don't know. I don't know. The, the Spurs just have a way of turning back the hands of time whenever they bring in those former All-Stars. So, you know. But, uh, yeah, no, nah, I I don't – I I think that this is – I think that this officially marks the beginning of the end, but I don't think we're there yet. I don't think we're there to where, like, all right, the Spurs got two more years of being decent, then they're going to decimate the whole thing. I don't think that uh, we're there yet. But I think this is the beginning. I think we're four or five years away from them blowing the whole thing up and, you know. Um, all right, the, but the then Spurs another question I got, the Spurs not going to get that good of a draft pick. They get a decent pick. Do you build? Do you continue to build through the draft, or do you go try to get somebody to try to keep Pop there? It's the Spurs. They always build through the draft. Just give yeah. uh, Pop a, a nice um, three and D dude from Europe as the fourteenth mm-hmm. pick, and Pop gonna have to do it averaging twenty next season. Yeah, I, hey, I get wait, that. Wait, wait, but, but get, I get that. Get spicy. Make him from Brazil. <laughs> get spicy. Hey, look, 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 I get that. But but in my in my argument is. If I'm the Spurs and I don't want Pop to retire just yet because I think his coaching staff is good that's behind him yeah. and they, they will be good taking over. But I want them to get as much time with Pop as they can. Do you go trade somebody and try to go get a big name? I mean, they're, but their coaching staff has been with them so long. Becky Hammond's been there for how long? Like, what, uh, five years? Yeah, about, about five, six years now. Yeah, yeah, I get Tim that. Tim Duncan, he played two decades with the man. Yeah, I get it, I get so. it. But the longer they with Pop, the more they going to coach just like Pop did. So, I mean, the more time he get to mentor them, the better they'll be. So, do you go try to keep Pop there for another year or two and then, then turn the ranks over? Because, I mean, it's a couple guys out there that the Spurs could get and would shake up the whole West. Do you think they I have mean, the potential to sign someone, though? I can't think of really... I mean, I mean, they got trade pieces, though. They got Rudy Gay Kane had a comeback season. DeMar DeRozan had a comeback season. Um, LaMarcus Aldridge up there in age, but, I mean, he's still a valuable asset. You got uh, White. You got Murray. They got trade pieces if they wanted to go after, and they're going to have a decent draft pick because they're the 11th seed. So, I, yeah, I think it has to be a trade. You're right. You're right. I do think it has to be a trade. They got a lot of trade. They, they could go get, like, a... And I might be going. They could go get like a Chris Paul that don't want to be in Oklahoma City. You get what I'm saying? They could. They could do something like that. Chris Paul under Pop. Hey, hold on, bro. Um, I'm not as geeked up about that that as y'all are. I would like to see that. Listen, I know Pop is amazing. He's a guru with the rest, and he's he's like really great at knowing how to strategically take care of his guys' bodies. Mm, I'm still not sold on it. Still, because what they would have to give up to get him. I don't think that you can then say like, oh yeah, Chris Paul pop is going to be official because they're going to have like, they're going to have Jonas Yurebko as like the four, the starting four there. Like, hey mm, man, Jonas under pop system, bro. We stop saw, it. Uh, stop bro, we, it. We saw Matt Bonner get buckets in San Antonio, bro. <laughs> Matt Bonner was a diet Kendrick Perkins, okay? <laughs> he was Kendrick Perkins without oxtails on that hey, team, bro, all right? Hey, that body got you had a little head, could stretch the floor or, a little bit. I don't or, know, or another thing, another thing, Utah, they go He was Charlie here. V with hair. <laughs> okay, that's that's just disrespectful. But anyway, anyway. Another thing, Utah going in this, after this bubble, after the whole Donovan Mitchell, Rudy Gobert, they say mm-hmm. they want to change it up because they can't get along together because they already, I already seen them 
Donovan Mitchell and Gobert chemistry been a little off because the Jazz yeah. was fourth seed before the bubble. You see, they dropped down to sixth seed. So I can already see one of them might have to go because, and it's not going to be Donovan Mitchell. I'll tell you, Rudy, that. <laughs> yeah, Rudy, Rudy. So my Rudy, and, and you tell Donovan Mitchell, hey, we get Lamarcus Aldridge if you get rid of Rudy Gay. I mean, mm. we get rid of uh, Rudy Gobert. We get Lamarcus Aldridge. How you feel about mm. that? Pop, oh, get, Pop get Lamarcus Aldridge and Rudy Gobert. No, he gives up Lamarcus and gets Rudy. Oh, Gobert. he gives up Lamarcus to get Rudy, and he I get mean, his defensive anchor. I mean. I mean that that would be so the combination of Chris Paul with Rudy under Pop. Now that's could be a little scary. That that could be a. That's little what scary. I'm saying. So they because got the, trade pieces where they could do something like that and keep the Rose and Rudy Gay and keep a couple other day pieces they have. Because you have you noticed? Now wait a minute. Pop wait a didn't minute. even play. They don't have that, but they do not have that much to where they can. They got keep a lot of young Rudy. guys on that bench, bro. So I'm telling it, you, the, but the young guys that they have. They can't leverage Lonnie Walker into Chris Paul. No, no, no. Like you will probably have to package package a couple things, a couple draft picks and stuff yeah. like that. But if Chris Paul go in this series and get swept by the Rockets, I'm pretty sure Chris Paul is gonna say, "If y'all give me somewhere else, take me somewhere else. If not, it's cool." But you know what I'm saying? You package the right thing for Chris Paul. And then the Jazz not working on Rudy Gobert, and Apex. The, the Spurs have the most trade pieces to me in the West. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm saying if you look, at, if you go into the next season, very hypothetical scenario. If you still got Pop as the coach, and you go in there with a starting lineup of Chris Paul, Dejounte Murray, Rudy Gay, they got some bread. They pick up Gallinari and Gobert. Right, like you have too. to, you have to, you have to give up the Rosen maybe, but. The Rose and the D Mitch would be solid, a one-two punch. And and then you get Rudy and you keep Lamarcus. Or, or you don't keep Lamarcus, you get Gallinari out the deal too. So I mean, that's the shooting. You got So if you if you have if you have Chris Paul, Gallinari, Rudy Gobert on the same starting lineup, under pop, that's a dangerous team. Yeah. I, I'll agree with y'all on that. That's a very dangerous team. Exactly. And the Spurs the only team I mean, name another team y'all think got more trade pieces. I mean, listen, what what we're forgetting here is some of these trades are not – some of the trades that happen aren't exactly logical and, like, that makes sense to us. For example, the Pelicans refusing the Lakers' original trade package for Anthony Davis. Right. There yeah. was no better than that. There was no getting better than that. Was they that before David Griffin or after David Griffin? That was, I feel like that was with David Griffin, wasn't it? I thought it was after. I, yeah, I it had like, to be after. Because David like Griffin is a after. hell of a GM. David Griffin is a hell of a GM, bro. And he uh, told, the, and he told the, the guy who was in charge of making the trades, uh, if you trade, if you trade uh, Anthony Davis, you're fired. Am I, or is that, do I have that wrong? I'm pretty Because sure I remember the right. former GM, the former GM was a black guy, and he was like, he was talking to like uh, Popovich and some other coaches and all that, and asking like what what they think about the trade and all that, and, and they were like, "Oh, you don't trade your star player, you make them leave and da da da, and all this and that." And I'm like, "Oh Lord!" Apparently, he ain't seen uh, uh, the the magic time. What happened when they held tried to hold on to Shaq? You can't you can't hold on to somebody who don't want to be there. Uh, I you mean, know. Kevin Durant for one, the Thunder swore he was gonna sign back. And he, he almost did, but I mean. 
Hey, listen, in the words of good sis Fantasia Barino, if you don't want me, then don't talk to me. Go ahead and free yourself. Go ahead and free. I'm going to help you get free. And I'm going to get some in exchange for you getting free. I'm not just going to give you up for nothing. Like, that's, I'm not going to let you walk clean. And that, that in essence, is what happened there. But so, I mean, and even if we're not talking about that one in particular, a lot of other trades that have happened, just, you know, on his face, it's just like, huh? What? A lot of those trades with uh, the Cavs when they were positioning all those veterans around LeBron, mm, did that make sense? Not really. They got to the finals really. four times. But I'm talking about the year where they traded everybody at the trade deadline. The year where they traded everybody. I, I mean, mean, they got rid of D-Wade, IT, all of them. They got rid I of all appreciated them. that because which, I got to see Super, uh, uh, Superman Brian, but... Which breeded one of my favorite memes ever when Brian at the drive-thru window. And he like, let me get uh, 15 new dicks to play with. <laughs> hey, hey. It's the truth, though. It's the truth. That, that's honestly and truly what happened there, man. So, give me y'all playoff predictions. Since we predicting in the future, we trying to predict trades and whatnot. Give me the, the playoff predictions for the East. Who y'all got coming out the East? All right, all right. So I'm gonna go ahead and just go go round one real quick. Round one, you got uh Bucks and Magic. I got Bucks taking that and um Bucks taking that in four. That's not even mm-hmm. a debate for I'm, me. I'm glad that's the one thirty game. I'm just gonna say that. I'm <laughs> glad that's the one thirty game. Um, what else you got? Uh, you got Nets Raptors. I'm gonna get a Nets a game just because they've been playing well as a unit. Um, I'm gonna get a Nets one game. So I got Raptors and five. And the Raptors don't have a closer. Yep, true, true, true. Um, believe it or not, without Simmons, I still thought this series was gonna be a problem for them. I got Boston sweeping Philly. Uh, yeah, no, no. With Simmons, with with Simmons gone and Embiid hurt. Is it no, B's back now. No, he's back now. He yeah, back. and B's back. And B, I mean, it's still, I, it's still of concern. I still, exactly. It's still a concern for me. Yeah. But go it. ahead, Josh. Finish up Boston, your I got Boston sweeping Philly. And then mm-hmm. um, Heat Pacers. I mean, the Pacers have been playing good. They dealing with injuries and everything. They just announced, announced that TJ Warren got a plantar fasciitis. I think that's how you pronounce the injury. Yeah, um, plantar fasciitis. This is yeah, a side so. effect from them drugs. I know I'm playing. <laughs> Sorry, PJ Warren. You got the first trade. And I, you had uh, the, the Heat, as far as teams that just look hungry and like the, they want to win as far as pure will, the Heat is at the top of the list for me. So I got the, the East is going to be some short series, man. I got the Heat uh, sweeping Indiana. Really? A sweet? Yeah. Heat a negative Nancy, though, man. You can't. I'm not. I, I, I like Indiana. I like Indiana. I want to give them a few games. I just don't see a scenario in which. When you talk crazy to Jimmy Butler, that's one of the guys you shouldn't talk crazy that's to. True. That's, yeah. true. Like, that's, that's true. That's true. You about to have Jimmy Butler in there motivated because they've been going back and forth with TJ Warren and the Pacers all year. Tony then, Buckets. Yeah, and then as far as the, the playoffs is about effort and will, and you don't have as many, like, will players. There's no team in the league with more will players than, than the Heat. If it's a loose ball, if it's a 50-50 ball, them Heat players is going to grab They did that. just lose Derrick Jones Jr., though, for the season. So They did. They did. But Well, well, think- actually, they said his x-rays came back negative, so they said he could appear in the second round, but they lost him for that series. So for his sure. his injury didn't look that severe, though, to where I could No, no, his, his x-rays, his x-rays came back negative. Okay. So, but but he he did take a nice nice blow. So, but I, I think they got enough pieces to where they can recoup that loss against Indiana. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and then if you moving on to round two, that'll put uh with the four and five, that'll put the Heat against Milwaukee, which would be a nice series to see. But I got Milwaukee pulling out in six. 
I just don't think the Heat got enough pieces to deal with with the system that Milwaukee got in place. Um, if that's going to be the case moving forward, I don't know because I think the Heat are not going to do anything but get better. And I can't guarantee you. I mean, he says that he's going to just because he seemed like that type of dude. But I'm not going to put all my eggs in a basket as far as Giannis staying in Milwaukee either. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and then that will put our other matchup at that would be the Raptors versus the Celtics. And in that right. matchup, I had the Celtics winning in six. Hmm. So okay. that's putting us at a conference finals in the ease of the Celtics and the Bucks. And I have. I've been thinking whenever we discuss what we was going to do on this show, I've been thinking about this Celtics-Bucks matchup like endlessly. I, I still haven't made up my mind, but I think I'm going to go Milwaukee in seven in the Eastern Conference Finals over Boston. Okay. Only because okay. I think Boston is more talented, and I gave Milwaukee the nod because, like I said before, in the Heat series, I think we got a lot more chances to see – uh, Boston in this position because this team that they have, I feel like this core is going to be together for a while. I feel like the the run that we're going to see from Milwaukee this year is kind of like a last ditch effort because I can't guarantee you we'll see the same roster, the same core together uh, in two seasons. So, okay, all right, Chris, what you got in the East? Okay, 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 okay. So for the East, I got the Bucks and four. Mm-hmm. You could have Markel Fultz. You could have everybody on Bucks and Four. Hey, right. you know he it's going to be a sweet, sweet. You know it's going to be when they <laughs> yeah, say yeah. in four. Not in four, in four. Four. You feel me? In four. Okay. Bucks so, and Four. So the Heat Pacers, though, I got to go in seven because Oladipo is start coming to his own in the last couple games. And if Oladipo play like the Oladipo that took Brian seven, it's going to be some trouble. And, I don't think he's back there yet. I mean, but he was looking like he was getting back there. He had a whole weekend off, a couple days off, the, and he in the bubble, so he ain't got nothing else to do but hoop. Oladipo Facts. almost back, and Derrick Jones, losing Derrick Jones, that's a lot of transition buckets that Miami was thriving on. And Malcolm Brogdon and Oladipo and um, TJ Warren in the – well, TJ Warren might be out, but right. Brogdon, TJ McConnell, and Oladipo – Duncan Robinson plays no defense. Kendrick Nunn plays some defense, but Duncan Robinson plays some defense too. I'm not going to say that. But I think he's the next Klay Thompson if he learns how to play defense. But on, on on top of that, the Pacers just have the guard power. I know Jimmy can sit down on anybody he needs to, but he's one person. And they're losing Derrick Jones, they can't really switch everything because that means Kelly Olenek will be out there. And I'll be honest with you, if I'm Oladipo and I see Kelly Olenek come switch on me, Fish I'm about food. to – Oh, man, man, man. But anyway, and Brockton, for that matter. But I'm going to go that seven. I'm going to get that seven. Who you got, though? I got the Heat coming out in seven. Okay, Heat in seven. Okay, I got the Celtics and the Sixers. I love the Sixers, and sometimes, and then I hate the Sixers sometimes. So, I'm sorry. I'm going to have to go to the Celtics. I think the Celtics are a great team, and I feel like they haven't even hit their potential yet. I don't think they're close. It was hitting a potential in the regular season. Then the, the shutdown happened, and they stay back to square one, learning how to play together. And I still don't even think Jalen Brown, as much as he's been balling this year, I still don't even think he hit his ceiling yet. Neither has Jason Tatum. Jason, I don't know about y'all, but Jason Tatum reminds me a lot of Melo and Syracuse. If y'all look at the highlights. I, I don't think any player, 
out of that core except Marcus Smart has maxed out. I don't think Marcus Smart will ever be better than what he is now. All the rest, though, I think that they I still have a think lot Kimba got a long way to go before he get good. Yeah, Kimba. Oh, get out of here. In the, I, I, oh, get I, I don't out of think here. Kimba. I think Kimba has another level that he can hit. Just because Kimba hasn't been in the right situation, maybe it might be a little eight late due to his age. But as far as his mind for the game or what he's able to learn or how much better he's able to perform, I honestly think that he has another level just because he hasn't been he hasn't been properly coached or he hasn't been in a winning situation. I'll be be by myself in this one, and I don't care. Kimba is – I didn't even count him as part of the young core because he's old. He is (laughs) – Kimba is what he is. I don't think Kimba's going to find another level. I mean, but get 25 and 7 is not bad. That's what I'm saying. That's not bad at all. That's why I don't know what level y'all think he going to. I he's think he not... could be a 28 per game score. 28 per game score. That's what I'm saying. No. Well, I I doubt it. I think that this 25 and 7, that's his ceiling. I th- and it's a great ceiling. So let's not let's not act like that. Yeah, it's not a stray. It's not a stray. It's not a stray. That, exactly. That's a great ceiling for Kimball. But uh, what, what else we got going on in these? So the Raptors and Nets. I got the Raptors going six only because Raptors in six only because the Nets when they get hot they don't miss dude they just right. shoot the blood out the ball and that's what scares mm-hmm. me because next year they get KD and Kyrie back mm. and if KD come back healthy which I think he will with the technology nowadays but that scares me but the Raptors in six so that takes us to the Bucks Heat Celtics and Raptors I got the I got the Heat and Bucks going six. And that's only if Chris Middleton plays like Chris Middleton. He has came up short several times in the playoffs. So, and, and granted, Giannis came up short too because he can't shoot the three ball. But Giannis seems to be on a mission this year. So, I'm going to have to go Bucks and six. And y'all know they heat my team in the East. So, it's hard for me to say that. But right. <laughs> Bucks and six. I got the, the Celtics and five against the Raptors because I don't think the Raptors have. They're not. They they not deep enough to deal with how the deep the Celtics are. The Celtics are at least nine deep. I think the Raptors are seven deep. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna go Celtics. Then that brings us to Celtics and Bucks. I got the Celtics in seven. Mm. Okay. Right, okay. Just because the the Bucks don't have enough firepower, man. Brooke Lopez right. played like sorry on offense. He played good on defense, but sorry on offense. And Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown gonna take that leap this year in the playoffs. So I got Celtics in seven. Celtics All in right. the finals. Well, we, we agree for the most part. We agree for the most part. I got Bucks and Fo over the Magic. Uh, Fo. That's, that, that's going to be ugly. That's going to be that's gonna be Fo for Fo. That's just, you know, you look up and that's just. I'm that's so easy. happy that game first. That's all I'm going to say. That, I ain't that's watch easy. That that's, that's the Fo piece spicy nugget right there. That's easy. Um, the Pacers, Heat. I got the Heat in five. We can maybe extend it out to six if Tony Buckets, a.k.a. T.J. Warren, uh, is is doing is doing well with the plantar fasciitis later in that series. Uh, Celtics 76ers, the 76ers have no Ben Simmons and a hobbled Joel Embiid. I don't know a world in which Kirk Kormos can like win a game against the Celtics. But these vibe good on editing though, man. Boo. <laughs> uh, and Raptors Nets. Karis LeVert can't be your best player and you win a playoff game. So, Raptors. <laughs> um, 
I, and and that's no disrespect to Karis LeVert. He has been much better than many people give him credit for, but he's not a playoff winning one. That's just I, we can agree to that. Yeah. Right, like the team is good. They're deep. Joe Harris is gonna do his thing. They got a lot of shooters. They got a great defensive side with Jared Allen. But the Raptors have the twin towers inside with Gasol and Ibaka. They've got uh, Boucher has been coming on as of late, playing great. The, the, the their backcourt has been there. They've been through the losses and they've seen what it takes in winning time. So. Uh, Raptors in four there. So that takes us to Bucks, Heat, and Celtics, Raptors. Celtics, Raptors, that's really a pick em for me. It's a, for me, that could really go either way because I don't trust the Celtics shooting enough to say, like, I have no doubts that they'll take out the Raptors. And the Raptors don't have – they have a squad of guys who know what to do in winning time. But they also don't have the guy. They don't have the guy that you can roll the ball out to and say, all right, give me a bucket. We're not going to call a play. Or we're going to call a play, but it's going to be some basic action. The gist of the play is you get a bucket. Only player on that team I think that hit their ceiling is is Kyle Lowry, too. Right, right. But I'm just – I don't think that they have it like that to where they – that guy. So both teams, they have some holes. But – I I um gonna want to get out one to the Celtics. Celtics in seven. Okay. Seven. Because, Celtics in seven. Just because I feel like in winning time, Jason Tatum is gonna hit that next level. I think that Jason Tatum is gonna find himself in these playoffs. If not, bro, if not, Raptors some, in seven. Y'all y'all have to go watch some Syracuse mellow. Jason Tatum remind me a lot of mellow mellow at Syracuse. I just that, I. The way I think it's gonna go, I think I think Jason Tatum's gonna do his thing and find himself subsequent seven. Bucks Heat. Here's where I differ from y'all. I got the Heat in six. I, I got the Heat in six. I like that. You know I like that. And and, and listen, I don't know. It, the Bucks are the better team, but just like they say all the time in fighting, uh, boxers make the fight. And the matchups that the uh, the Heat have, they cause problems for the Bucks. The the Heat at every position can defend what the Bucks do. The Bucks don't have the fact that they have Bam Adebayo, the Giannis stopper. That to me is like that is what scares me about picking the Bucks in this one instantly. Because now we're saying, well, Chris Middleton gonna step up with Jimmy Butler guarding him. I I don't I don't think so. I I think that Jimmy Butler is gonna own him in this series, and that's why I said Giannis got the most pressure on him because even when Jimmy Butler owns Chris Middleton, nobody will say, "Oh man, Chris Middleton's been playing bad." They can be like, "Well, Giannis, it's winning time. What you gonna do?" And uh, so I I just I really I don't know why, but I I have a feeling this. Bam going to play so well in this series. The Heat are going to be like, well, I know he said it wasn't a priority. We was joking. We tell jokes all the time. You know, it's, 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 you know, it's a Miami Vice life. I'll sniff a little cocaine. But no, um, <laughs> I, I, I seriously got the Heat. 
uh, and six over the Bucks there. So now for the conference finals, uh, we got Celtics Heat. That's another one I think going down to the wire, going to be real close. Uh, uh, that one to me, I would not be surprised either way as well. I'm going to go Celtics just because uh, all the stars seem to be aligned for a Lakers-Celtics final. All the stars seem to be aligned for it. So that's, that's I, I got the Celtics coming out the East, but they gonna, it's going to be brutal. It's going to be a grind for them to get out. Now, mm-hmm. in the West, what do we have going on? In the Western Conference, we got our 1-8 matchup. We got um, our 1-8 matchup is Lakers-Blazers. I got the Lakers in six. Just because mm-hmm. I'm, I'm giving the Blazers two games, not because I think the Lakers going to drop the ball or anything. The Lakers just seem a little lethargic, and I think they got a, uh, two players that can flip the switch, especially LeBron is the greatest one of the greatest flip switchers all the time. So I think it's just going to take them a second to get revved up. I think they've really been waiting for this moment and waiting for the playoffs before they get started. So I right. think the mixture of them uh, getting uh, getting a rhythm combined with the Blazers being hot and them having a great perimeter game right now and the Lakers don't have any perimeter defenders to slow oh. that down. It's really going to boil down to the Lakers having the two best players in the series and two of the top well, five. Brown and KCP, maybe, but KCP iffy. But at you, you gotta. You're right. You're right. I think they. I think. But I think Brown gonna have to take some nights off because with the firepower that they got, the way they shooting, you can't really. Uh, have Brian using that energy on both sides of the floor. So if Brian takes some possessions off against that that offense, I'm not. I ain't gonna be mad at him for that. So y'all really don't trust uh, uh, Talon Horton Tucker's uh, perimeter defense, man. That's what huh? y'all telling me right now. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I mean, no right. disrespect to dude, but that's the dude that when you play in my league on two K at the end of the season, they'd be like, "You want to renew this two way contract?" And you'd be like, "Hey, absolutely can handle that, not. bro." I mean, sign him if you want, you know, get rid of him if you want, and don't make me no never mind. Okay, so you got Lakers and six. Lakers and six. Um, We got our 2 7 matchup, which is uh, the Clippers and the Mavericks, which is going to be a great series, but I got the Clippers and six. Just because I think the uh, the Mavericks, I feel like that core that they got, if they add one more piece, they're going to be there in a couple years. They're going to be right back to oh, yeah. making finals runs, things like that. They're just not there yet. And you got two guys. You got a guy in Kawhi that we know how to win. And I'm not going to necessarily say Paul George is hungry, but it got to be some kind of desire inside him to to step up and perform. Hey, 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 quick, point, quick point, though. Quick point, though. Everybody's saying about Dallas, but you don't know what position they need because – they got That's the bigs. True. Yeah. I don't. They don't need a guard. And they don't necessarily need a wing. Like, I, I don't know what they need because Luka could play the wing if they needed him to play the they wing. They're missing so. something. We don't know what they're yeah, yeah, nobody knows what they're missing. They so missing. Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> it's very clear what they're missing. They're missing a perimeter defender. That's what they're missing. They don't have a single guy that they can say, all right, go uh, check their number one. Keep Luka from wasting his energy on defense. Check their number one in the backcourt. Make sure that he only gives twenty. I mean, but I don't think that'll move the needle enough, though. I, shit, that with that team, imagine them 
But just I mean, Michael Michael Kidd Gilchrist come off the bench and get him solid defensive minutes. Nah, nah, nah. He's not enough, but Carter Carter. I mean, Michael Kidd Gilchrist is he's too strictly defense. He gives you nothing on offense, like literally nothing. <laughs> if it's not in if it's not in uh, transition, Michael Kidd Gilchrist, you playing four on five offensively with him on the court. Yeah. If you get them a defensive guy that just even a, a good three and D guy, like he's gonna shut it down and then he's gonna stand in the corner and do something when Luca gets it to him, they'll be all right. All right. So, so like a our next matchup is um, exactly. Our next matchup is three six. That's uh Utah, Nuggets Utah, and Denver, or Denver and Utah, if you want to put it in that order. I got Denver winning in seven. Okay. Just because I think I think Denver is by far the better team, but at the same time, I don't think Denver has any pieces to where they got the other team outmatched, and it's a player that can just put them away in the playoffs. Every team, every game that they played this season has been within a margin, an average margin of six points in the two bubble games. And you mean Utah was. when you say they don't have a player, right? Not Denver. I mean, I mean, I mean Denver. Denver is a better team, oh, but wow. at the same time, I don't think Denver has that player where you can hand them the ball and be like, all right, seal the deal to end this series, and it's going to happen every time. If that was the case, if they had that player, I had Denver sweeping, but they don't. Oh, okay. okay. All right. So that being said, I got Denver winning just because they're a better team, and I think ten times out of ten, a better team wins in the playoffs. But at the same mm-hmm. time, like I think that if you need a bucket from Donovan Mitchell, depending on the defense he's facing, he can get you that bucket. So that might give the Jazz a slight advantage. But I still got Denver winning in seven. Okay. Um, in our four and five matchup, we don't know the health of Russell Westbrook going. He's not playing the first series. He's not playing. He's not playing the first series at all. No, they they say he's due either the second or third game in the second series. Which you know, I'm at home crying, but I'm. (laughs) Even with that being said, regardless, I didn't care if Russell Westbrook was there was there or not. I got Rockets in six. Mm, okay. Just because I feel like playoff ball is different in this experiment where your center is six foot seven, it's just gonna take a while to play out in the playoffs. And you've had players like Steven Adams on OKC performing. So if he's able to get hot or they're able to find a way to incorporate Steven Adams into the offense, it's not really much you can do as the Rockets as far as defense goes in order to stop them. But we know the Rockets is the better are, are the better team and they got James Harden. So they're gonna win this series. It's just gonna be a matter of how, how hard they're going to have to fight because the Thunder, we can, we've all seen that the Thunder are not a slouch this year. So, no, not at all. But, but I got the Rockets winning that one in six. So that would bring us to Rockets and Lakers in round two, which is going to be a good one. But, um, I got the Lakers winning that in six just because I think if the Rockets abuse the pick and roll. They're able to do something. I don't know if the, what's in the water in the Staples Center or whatever the case may be. But it didn't matter what team the Lakers had. It didn't matter if it was Kobe and Shaq, Kobe and Powell, LeBron and AD. The Lakers can't defend the pick and roll. They've never been able to, and I can't figure out why. So I think <laughs> I think if the Rockets abuse the pick and roll, with and they got the players to do so, if they just do pick and pop and just keep that five-out offense and try to make the Lakers defenders work, it's going to be an interesting series, but it still boils down to they got LeBron and AD, and y'all got a six-foot-seven center. So Lakers and six. And that would bring us to uh, Clippers and Nuggets in, in – the second round, I got the Clippers winning that one in six as well. A whole bunch of six-game series out in the West. 
which is I think is going to play advantage whatever uh, East team goes to the finals, even though I got the, whatever team comes out the West winning, because I think it's going to be a lot of rest series in the East, just like you heard. Um, but the Clippers winning in six, that just boils down to the Clippers being more talented and the Nuggets not necessarily having a dog, and the Clippers got one and a half. Actually, two. Two. I would give them two because Kawhi oh, is one, God. and I would give a half to Paul George and another half to Lou Will. Oh, my God. This man, <laughs> this man said, and a half for Paul George. <laughs> oh, my God. You know not George playoff getting, P. Man. You don't know what Paul George you getting, man. Hey, playoff P has shown up big against the Nuggets and the Jazz. <clears throat> you know, check the numbers. Yeah, so that would bring us to the Western Conference Finals, the showdown in L.A. Um, I've been thinking about this a lot. I, I think it's going to be a tough series. Every game they play so far this year has been tough. But I'm going to stick For with sure. my before-season prediction. I'm going with Clippers in seven. Just because you hate Brown. But anyway. I'm going with Clippers in seven. Oh, wow. Okay, okay, so when we get there and the Lakers actually lose, what's the only excuse going to be? Because it ain't going to be – had nothing to do with me hating Brian. It's going to have to do with me having a correct basketball prediction. My okay. lord. And if they get my there lord. and they win, what you going to do? Hey, I shouldn't have doubted Brian. I admit that I was wrong. Like, I always do when I'm wrong. All right, I'm I'm I will admit that I'm wrong. <laughs> I feel it. I feel it. Chris, what's your predictions, man? Who you got? I don't know what the what the hell guy be watching because I got oh, something completely different. Oh lord, I, I'm about to I'm about to I'm about to break this down for y'all real quick. My bad for the phone, but uh, okay, Lakers foul, Lakers and foul, hmm. Rockets, okay. Rockets and foul, <laughs> Denver Jazz. I mean, yeah, Denver versus the uh, Jazz. I got the yeah. Jazz in six just because Donovan Mitchell has been in a position where he had to stand up against OKC as a rookie, and he did put him over the top. Denver had the only series they had to do that was when they went against Portland last year, and they lost to Portland So in game seven. so And they almost lost to the Spurs, uh, uh, undermanned Spurs, but they threw a bonehead play. So I got the Jazz in, in, in six. Clippers. Mavericks, I got Clippers in five. So Luca, Luca ain't ready for that. First time in the playoffs, he got Paul George, Kawhi, Marcus Morris, Jermichael Green, Jermichael Green, Pat Beverly, Montrez Harrell, all these guys they're gonna throw at Luca. It's gonna be too much for Luca. And Porzingis ain't came up since he got in the league. Clippers in five. All right. <laughs> <laughs> so all right, that gives that gives you round. that gives you Lakers in four, Rockets in four. So they gonna see each other. I got it going seven just because Russ is on a mission this year because he got to get another big contract. I got it going seven. And y'all know the Rockets, my boys, man. But I'm going to have to get a nod to Brian and AD and the Lakers because AD going to be too much for the Rocket P.J. Tucker. He going to need to get some. If P.J. Tucker grows to seven feet, maybe, but I don't think he – I think he done growing. So. so, he got to play in the platform boots. So, you said the undercover brother platform. Yeah, yeah he going to have to play like Prince. So, Yes. Uh, I, 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 AD gonna be too much for PJ Tucker. Sadly to say, I'm gonna get a Lakers at seven. But it's gonna be no defense in that whole series. By the way, like literally no defense. Like it's gonna be one thirty to one twenty seven games. Like the Rockets gonna shoot the blood off the ball. The Lakers just gonna pound it down low and get and ones. And mm-hmm. I don't know if y'all noticed the Rockets defense. They they play the big man well because they gonna send two guys at the big fella. But that's also gonna leave Brian most space to operate. So right. Ultimately, the Lakers in seven. 
Okay, okay, you got Clippers versus the Jazz. Clippers in four. But any- <laughs> <laughs> Clippers in four. So that gives us Lakers, Clippers. I'm going to get a nod to Brian and AD just because I don't believe in playoff P1 bit. You could say Kawhi this, Kawhi that, Kawhi there for that reason. But Russ was there. Russ had 50 shot 50 shots because Paul George only had five points and refused to shoot the ball with his 2 for 14 self. So I'm sorry. I don't have no faith in playoff P. I'm going Lakers. I mean, yeah, I'm going Lakers in six. And you got the Lakers winning it all? No, I got the Lakers. Oh, so you got the Celtics. I got the Lakers and the Celtics, and I feel like the Celtics might actually upset the Lakers because Mm, I just – they don't have enough guys to switch against the Celtics. And Brad Stevens versus the Lakers coach. Uh, Let's be honest. Let's be honest. (laughs) LeBron James, the Lakers coach. Exactly my point. And Brad Stevens, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Brad Stevens is a phenomenal coach. And I just got a feeling about this. It's not just because I moved to Massachusetts either. I know y'all, that's what y'all think. It's not just because I moved to Massachusetics. But he the trying Celtics. To get some drinks in me and Rona on Brad Stevens. <laughs> no, I see but, what you're doing here. No, but the Celtics, just, to me this year, the, the, by the East being injured and banged up like this, and then the Bucks don't have a reliable second option and a reliable first option to that matter because Giannis has came up short. The Lakers just don't have with Al Avery Bradley being there. They don't have enough defense to stop the Celtics. Like, cause y'all gotta realize Gordon Hayward is back to normal now. Y'all, y'all didn't even bring him up when y'all was talking about the excellent. He, he was he get back to Utah Gordon Hayward, and he come yeah, off the bench some games now. If I'm talking about his ceiling, I don't think Gordon Hayward's ever gonna get back to Utah. Yeah, I don't think he's ever gonna get back there. I think That's he's just the best, the best of him. It, I, I'm sorry. He's still, he I mean, he's a 19 and five guy. I mean, he's not a bad guy, but I mean, I all I'm gonna say is this, right? And I hate to, I hate to be this guy. He's 30. Like, I'm sorry, but like his best days are behind. He's he 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 has never been the type of defender nor playmaker because those are two things that I think if you're great at those or if you're really good at them, they they will carry well into your 30s. I think that if you're a good defender, that carries for a while because you know the tips and the secrets to, you know, how to get away with a little shove here, a little bump and push there. Uh, but I don't I don't think he's great at, or for playmaking. Playmaking is playmaking. Andre Miller did it at the same level from the age of 23 to 38. So, <laughs> I mean, like, that's that's just what that is. And yeah, I don't yeah. Think, I uh, mean, and, and, and to go on a little secret, I do have the Lakers winning in Vegas. It was 17 when I was before they got AD, so I made the bet then because I knew they'd get AD. So, if the Lakers win, I'm not mad, but I just think the Celtics, this might be their year to – I think Jason Tatum will come out of his shell and, and turn into that guy, and they just so deep. The Lakers not as deep right now. And if any, if everybody was in the bubble and they still had their full roster, I would go Lakers and five against the Celtics. But because they just don't have nobody to guard, nobody or nothing, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Celtics or Lakers. I don't really know who win, but I, if I had to pick one, I'm gonna go Celtics just because the Lakers are short staff right now. All right. So here's what I got going on out the West: Lakers, Blazers, Lakers in five. I'm not going to give them four. Uh, Lakers in four, man. Lakers in four. Listen, hear me out. Hear me out. I think Dame has two more games of, like, Dame time for 48 minutes left. I think you got two more games left in them. And one of those games, they're going to lose because AD and Brown are going to be AD and Brown. And they, they're not going to have no answers for them. Um, So, I got the Lakers in five there. 
Rockets Thunder. I got the Rockets in six. I don't think that the Rockets will have an easy out there. And I think that one of the things that the Rockets do, or not that the Rockets do, but that the Rockets lineup causes folks to do, which people really don't notice. Everybody wants to drop it off to their big against the Rockets. Even if their big has no back-to-the-basket game whatsoever. Yeah. It, that, that, that defies logic. I get it. He's taller than him. But can he hit a contested jump hook over no, then why do you keep doing it? Why do you keep passing it down now? But I think However, in the Thunder case, Steven Adams, that is something that we he obviously been working on. And that's my point. Mm-hmm. Steven Adams, not only with Steven Adams' ability to hit that shot, but also Chris, Chris Paul and Billy Donovan aren't going to let them let the offense stagnate around, well, you're five inches taller than him. I don't think that's going to happen. So I think it's going to make it a lot harder, to be honest, if Russ is out for the first round, I'm not going to be surprised if the Thunder pull off that upset. I'm not going to be shocked. I'm just being honest with you. Hey, I, hey, that's hey, just... hey, don't even put that negative energy in the atmosphere. Man. <laughs> Listen, I, once again, the show is facts of acts, okay? I don't go by name. I don't go by who you like. I go by who I like, all right? And I... I, I I could see the Thunder pulling that one off if well, uh I'll tell you Russ, this right now. If that man. happens, Gibbs, and it's because you said it, y'all won't see me on the shelf for about at least two weeks. Y'all gonna <laughs> oh, have to get Lord. a guest in the shelf for two weeks. Oh Lord, now we gotta get a guest. Well, you know what? The show goes on. All right. It'd be like that sometimes. <laughs> but nah, uh on the on the bottom half we got Nuggets Jazz. Once again, this is another one of those situations. Uh these teams are both very good. But the Nuggets are the better team, number one. And number two, this is another one. The boxers make the fight. The best thing that the Jazz have going for them defensively is what? Gobert. Gobert. Rudy Gobert rim protection, right? Mm-hmm. What if you had a big who could handle the ball and shoot that would pull Rudy away from the rim? And then you got a guy like Michael Porter Jr. that's stepping in, doing this thing big time. And then you got guys who have been in the moment before, like a Will Barton, like a Gary Harris, who are going to come back at some point in this series. And then you got Michael Porter Jr. coming out of nowhere. Hey, it's not out of nowhere. It's not out of nowhere. That boy was a monster at Missouri before he he had all them injuries. He played about 10 games at Missouri. I don't know, get me but, wrong. But he was, he so was projected good to be the number one pick, bro. Like he didn't I'm agreeing on. with you. He was projected to be good, but at no point, if you didn't watch him in high school, at no point could you see what he's doing now in the league coming. Oh no. In no, Missouri, no. he played ten games. He didn't average this many points. In the NBA so far, he has not played this well. He may be a corona denier. He may be dumb as hell when it comes to virology, but when it comes to this putting that ball in the basket. He's doing his thing. And I think he's too young and dumb to know how big the moment is. And he's just going to go out there and ball. Uh, so I got the Nuggets over the Jazz in six. Five or six. I, to be honest, I'd be surprised if the, the Jazz win three and stretch it to seven. But I'd also be surprised if the Jazz got swept. If the Jazz won, I don't know nothing about basketball. Because this this series, to me, looks like easy pickings for the Nuggets. Um, I mean, but Donovan Mitchell has beaten teams that I feel like he shouldn't have beat. But I don't think that the, I I agree. Donovan Mitchell has had get them some win, gotten them some wins that are like, 
Wow, really? I think Donovan Mitchell beat some but, individuals, though. Exactly. Nuggets this team. Nuggets team, top to bottom, one to five on that starting lineup. You don't. Who on that starting lineup can't give you twenty? Murray, Harris, Barton, uh, uh, MPJ, yeah, Jokic. Who can't give you twenty? And you wouldn't be surprised if any of them gave you twenty, except maybe Barton. Barton, you would be shocked if he gave you twenty on a consistent basis. But the other four, that's that's easy money. And so now we get to Clippers Mavericks. Um, another fight make fight makes the uh, the matchup makes the fight. The best thing that the uh, Mavericks have is Luca and his ability to make things happen offensively. They have two very long wings that defend extremely well. So it's kind of it negates what he does. Um, Porzingis' weakness probably toughness, ability to carve out space inside and go get rebounds. And against Trez, you're not gonna get away with that. So uh, there's that. And uh, so yeah, I, I got Clippers in four. Uh, so that brings us to Clippers, Nuggets, Lakers, and uh, Lakers and Rockets. I, you know what? You said that Russ is definitely not playing first round. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna change that. I, I gotta go. I gotta go Thunder. I gotta go Thunder. I'm sorry. I I, I don't believe in that team without Russ Brook. And I don't get me wrong. I don't think that the Thunder have a very high ceiling. I don't think that the Thunder are like a conference final team. But without Russ, I I'm sorry. I'm I I hmm, I don't know. So I'm gonna go Thunder in that one. Um, so that brings us to Lakers. That brings us to Lakers Thunder and Nuggets Clippers. Uh, Lakers Thunder, Lakers and four. Uh, Lakers are gonna have their way with that team. Uh, the Rockets would definitely make a better matchup, but too bad. I don't think they can get past the Thunder without Russ. Now, Nuggets Jazz. I meant uh, Nuggets Clippers. Man. This this is this is tough for me. This is this to me. This will probably be one of the more toughly tightly contested series in the entire playoffs. Um, I just think that the Nuggets have so much depth, so much scoring. Everybody has the ability to do everything on their starting lineup, and their backup center Plumley is an excellent passer as well. Not to yeah. level of Jokic. Jokic is a generational talent for a center doing what he does with the ball in his hands. But Plumlee is an excellent passer for a center. So I, they have a lot of guys that can do a lot of things. And that versatility, I believe, will present problems for the Clippers. Um, I'm going to go Clippers in seven. I think winning time, Kawhi is just going to make it happen. Another uh, Toronto Sixers situation where he hits the shot. To you know, take it home uh, at the end of at the end of seven on that one. All right, <clears throat> that brings us to Lakers. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, Lakers Clippers, the battle of the LA's, which everybody has going on here. I got Lakers in six, and let me tell you why. I think at this time the Lakers will fully be running like the machine that they are at this point in time. I think the Clippers are designed to be the perfect matchup. Uh, for the Lakers. The only problem with that is they're going to be too beat down and wore down from their two previous to be ready for Lakers that I 
Well, yeah, think, that's why Kawhi low manages. And listen, that's cute. That's good. You can't low manage now. If you low manage, the, how can he low manage in the playoffs? And I'm telling you, if he tries low management against the Nuggets, child, the Nuggets might shock the world. Because I don't, I don't think that they, in order to beat this Nuggets team. No, I'm team, saying, I, well, when I say that, I'm saying, like, he low managed it throughout the season so he could I agree, but he fresh. can. So, at this point, everybody's relatively fresh. And he, you know, I don't think that, I don't think that Kawhi will have that advantage. But even without that, I don't see them, uh, I don't see them sweeping through the playoffs the way that I would see the Lakers. And to be honest, if the Lakers had Avery Bradley, I I would see them sweeping all the way through this thing to the finals. And I know that that's like that's big talk, but honestly, like that's that's their only hole that I see right now that a team or two could exploit. They do not have um, multiple guys who you know you got some multiple guards that can score. Great, the Lakers got solutions for them. No, no. Uh, LeBron is playing defense like we haven't seen since he was in Miami, um, and it's 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 beautiful to see. It really is, but I I don't think they got multiple perimeter defenders. So yeah, uh, and I got Lakers Celtics, and Lakers Celtics. Um, I'm gonna go ahead and give it to the Lakers in seven for two reasons. Number one, the Lakers will have the two best players in that series. Um, number two, Kobe. I don't want to go there, but kind of got to go there. Because Kobe got his last two off of the Celtics. Um, with his passing, I think that the Lakers in the playoffs will just be a little bit more motivated to go even harder. And Brown will be motivated to not play the passive game that he normally does for the first quarter and a half sometimes in the playoff. He's going to come out streaking. In every in in every big game, especially in the last uh, two to three series, I believe so. I, I'm it's it's hard for me to see a team beating that. So I got the Lakers in seven over the uh, Celtics because I think that Jason, like I said, I think that this will be where J- Jason Tatum finds himself. And I mean, by finds himself, I mean find that that superstar level. He's found star level already. He's gonna find superstar level this playoffs. And that's that's going to be tough for the Lakers to deal with. Even with Brown playing Miami defense, they still got a lot over there uh, for the Celtics. And Brad Stevens is wildly overrated as a coach, but their talent whoa, is wildly underrated. Whoa, whoa, I'm sorry. I'm going to say it. I'm going to say it. Coach Spolstra is what everybody thinks Brad Stevens is. I'm sorry. Can't I'm argue sorry. with that. I can't argue. I need to see Brad right. Stevens get further before I can put him on the pedestal that everybody else is. I so. mean, he went to the conference finals, just kept running to Brown. He went to the conference finals in the East. That was questionable at best. Like, who did he beat in those playoffs that you're like, that's impressive? With the he, talent that he you took have, Isaiah Thomas and made him look like John Wall. Oh, stop it. Series. Oh, stop it. Stop <laughs> it. Stop it. Isaiah Thomas played out of his mind and he played at a, a superstar level for a couple games which which really translates to star that's feasible for any player in the NBA especially Isaiah, a prolific Isaiah score Isaiah Thomas said he's trying to back up Steph next season 
Oh, wow. You know, uh, Isaiah Thomas has become famous for I just wanted a Frosty. And, um, <laughs> you know, I, at this point, like, I, Isaiah Thomas doesn't move the needle for anybody one way or the other. Like, let's be honest here. Let's... He hasn't been the same since that hip surgery. He's been begging to get back with the Celtics for forever. That's just the honest to God truth of the matter. And then, you know that at the end of the day, those we gonna see whose predictions were the closest. We gonna see whose predictions were the closest to right. Uh, we gonna see. Listen, y'all pray for the show because if the Rockets really do get took out, we don't want to have to find a different third host. We love you, Chris. <laughs> we love you, man. We know y'all done had enough of us. Chris done had enough of me down to his Rockets. So we gonna, we gonna, we gonna come back next week. And we gonna need y'all to come back next week. And then we got to that. And then we got to that. Peace and love, y'all. Yeah, no.